Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. A mother and a murderer. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. Today we're talking about Leonardo Cienciulli, who at first glance seems like an angry, tiny Italian woman, and at second glance still seems like a small, terrifying Italian woman. But she also brutally killed and made three of her neighbors into soap and cake, a horrifying triple murder that seems straight out of a folktale. Today, let's talk about the serial killer Leonardo Cienciulli. So Cienciulli was born on April 18, 1894 in Montella, Avellino, a small town in southern Italy. She had a troubled childhood. Some sources say that her mother had been raped by her father and the two were forced to marry. The product of rape, young Leonardo attempted suicide twice during her childhood. In 1917, Cienciulli angered her family by marrying a registry office clerk named Raffaele Pensardi. Her mother was so pissed about it, having plans to marry off Leonardo to another man, that she cursed Cienciulli and her new husband. Also around this point, Cienciulli saw a fortune teller who said that she would marry and have children, but that all of the children would die young. Cienciulli would come to trust and toxically rely on psychic counsel. One palm reader told her, quote, in your right hand, I see a prison, in your left hand, a criminal asylum. So she was cursed, or so they said, that probably planted a seed in her brain, and among other factors, the idea of being cursed manifested. Manifested how, you ask? Well, Cienciulli had 17 pregnancies during her marriage, losing three of her children to miscarriage, and another 10 died in childhood. That's four children left, which are bad odds. Because of this, Cienciulli, she was heavily protective of her surviving children, and so she became increasingly paranoid about those around her. For years after her wedding, Cienciulli and Pansardi moved to Pansardi's native town of Laura Potenza, where Cienciulli was sentenced and imprisoned for fraud in 1927. For what, I couldn't find out. I hope it's something innocuous, because what we're getting into is so, so bad. When she was released, the couple moved to Lacedonia. After their home was destroyed in the 1930 Apernia earthquake, they moved again to Correggio, where Cienciulli opened a small shop. She was very popular and well-respected in her neighborhood, well-liked, normal part of her community. And everything was okay for a couple of years, until 1939. World War II was gearing up, and Cienciulli learned that her eldest son, her favorite kid, Giuseppe, was going to join the Italian army. Determined to protect him at all costs, Cienciulli came to the conclusion that to save her son in the war, she needed to sacrifice others. Human sacrifices. Cienciulli turned to her neighbors, 
three middle-aged women to fulfill that sacrifice. Let's take a break. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. So we're back to Correggio, and shopkeeper and protective mother Leonarda Cianciulli is about to make some human sacrifices to keep her favorite son safe. Rumor is Cianciulli didn't just rely on psychics, but she was also a bit of a fortune teller herself, and women in town would sometimes come to her for help and advice. That's where this whole thing starts. Her first victim was Faustina Setti. Setti was a lifelong spinster who came to Cianciulli for help to find a husband. She told her, yeah, she'd help. She knew someone in a small adjacent town to set Setti up with. Cianciulli and Setti planned a trip for Setti to go to that town, and Setti wrote letters and postcards to friends, saying she was traveling and would be just fine. Preparing for her departure, Setti came to visit Cianciulli one last time, and on that visit, Cianciulli killed Setti with an axe. She dragged the body into a closet and cut it into nine parts. Cianciulli described what happened next in her official statement. A warning, it's pretty graphic, so if you get queasy easily or if you don't want to hear this, I would recommend skipping it. She says, I threw the pieces into a pot, added seven kilos of caustic soda, which I had thought to make soap, and stirred the mixture until the pieces dissolved into a thick, dark mush that I poured into several buckets and emptied into a nearby septic tank. As for the blood in the basin, I waited until it had coagulated, dried it in an oven, ground it and mixed it with flour, sugar, chocolate, milk, and eggs, as well as a bit of margarine, kneading all the ingredients together. I made lots of crunchy tea cakes and served them to the ladies that came to visit, though Giuseppe and I also ate them. Some sources say Cianciulli collected Seti's life savings, 30,000 lira, as payment for her matchmaking services. The next victim's name was Francesca Suavi. Cianciulli found her at a nearby school for girls, and they became friends. Like Seti, Suavi was advised by Cianciulli to take a trip. Cianciulli said to have gotten 3,000 lira for her travel services. Great. And she wrote some postcards to friends saying that she was going away and she was going to be okay just traveling for a little bit. On September 5th, 1940, Suavi came to hang out with Cianciulli right before she left, just like Seti, and the two had a leisurely glass of wine for a little send-off hangout. Suavi's wine was drugged, though. When she passed out, Cianciulli killed her with an axe. Suavi's body was treated similarly to Seti's, processed, and consumed. Cianciulli's third and final victim was Virginia Cacioppo. 
a successful former soprano in La Scala, a famous opera house in Milan. For her, Cianciulli claimed to have found her work as the secretary for some highly important guy in Florence. She was told not to tell anyone about her new job opportunity, and on September 30, 1940, right before she left, Cianciulli killed her. Cianciulli reportedly received 50,000 lira and some jewelry from Cacioppo and sold her clothes and shoes after she killed her. According to Cianciulli's statement, She ended up in the pot like the other two. Her flesh was fat and white. When it had melted, I added a bottle of cologne, and after a long time on the boil, I was able to make some most acceptable creamy soap. I gave the bars to neighbors and acquaintances. The cakes, too, were better. The woman was really sweet. How did this woman get found out? For all of her dramatic scheming, her outing was actually pretty straightforward. Kakiopo's sister got suspicious of her sudden disappearance and saw her entering Cianciuli's house on that final meeting night. So she went to the police and Cianciuli was quickly arrested. Initially, she denied everything until the police started implicating her son, Giuseppe. That's when the proud mother confessed and confessed it all. She promised her son did not know and was absolutely not involved in any of her crimes. She was tried for murder in 1946 and was completely unremorseful, even correcting the official account while on the stand. Unsurprisingly, she was found guilty and sentenced to 30 years in prison and three years in a criminal asylum. Not that much, I think, given the circumstances. Her son Giuseppe survived the war and both he and her husband Raffaele were eventually tried for helping Cianciulli with the murders. Giuseppe confessed to mailing some postcards and letters, pretending to be the victims, and even tossed some body parts in the river, but claimed he had no knowledge of any murders. Both were acquitted. On October 15, 1970, after writing her memoirs and embittered soul's confessions, Cianciulli died of cerebral apoplexy in the women's criminal asylum. A number of artifacts from the case, including the pot which the victims were boiled, are on display on the Criminological Museum in Rome. And that's Amore. Oh, no. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.